0: All right, on this episode of Bare Knuckle Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual who competes at BKFC 57, which goes down on February the 2nd. We have Ryan Reber knuckling up and towing the line against Derek Perez, and great having Derek on the show. How's everything going, man? You having a good day so far? Yeah. Yeah, no good to hear, man. I guess I'm just curious as to... You know, when this bout offer came your way, because obviously a guy who has been like on a winning streak in BKFC lately, like when did the bout offer come your way and what were your initial thoughts for this Ryan Reber fight offer?
1: Yeah, it came my way about a couple of weeks after my last fight. About two or three weeks after my last fight.
0: Yeah, and what were your thoughts on the specific opponent? Because, like I said, it seems like he's been on a good winning streak in BKFC so far, and everything. Like, what are your thoughts on the opponent and everything? It would seem like a good way to get it into the rankings and everything for you.
1: It's a, a tough opponent, you know, and that's that's what I want, you know. I don't want easy opponents. I don't want an easy fight. I want a hard fight, you know. That's what I'm looking for. is...
0: Fights to Bil you know? <laughs> yeah it just reminds me of that BKFC article titled Derek Perez rising to the occasion and talking about like how you debuted at you know knucklemania 3 and everything I like bet it seems like you're also rising to the occasion here so yeah i love to see it
1: Yes, yeah, sure you know. You got to rise to the occasion when you get the chance, because sometimes you only get one chance, you
0: know. And I mentioned the fact that Reber is in the rankings, like he's the number three ranked Bantamweight at this juncture. Like, is that something that holds particular weight for you? Like, as far as like, if you beat this guy getting into the, you know, top five of the weight category, is that something you find yourself... Thinking of much, or more just focused on the specific opponent and all?
1: I'm just I'm just focused on getting the W. I'm not really focused on where I'm ranked. It doesn't really matter to me where I'm ranked. Because usually with your followers in this game is where, where you're going to be. If you got a bunch of followers, you're going to get the fights you want, I guess, is what you can kind of say.
0: I guess in that sense, like, how much do you feel this fight could, you know, help you in that sense? Because it is in that sort of, like, feature prelim kind of spot. Like, usually they pick, like, an exciting fight that could promise to deliver a lot before it segues into the main card. Like, how much do you think a strong win here could serve you getting that sort of, I guess, social media base you were talking about to get some of these bigger fights and all?
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm ready to rise to the occasion, you know. I'm ready for the for the big fight, so he's just another man on my list to where I need to go. that out is what I want, so that's where I'm going. So
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Like, when you say your list, like, are there particular opponents you would like to face, or are you just speaking to the broader idea of wanting to fight the best and achieve your goals?
1: I I just want to fight the best in general, you know?
0: (laughs) No, that's fair. I guess I just asked it also, kind of in the context of, like, your only bkfc lost being to the current bantamweight champion keith richardson i would think you'd want to like create a run to get back to a rematch there possibly
1: yeah sure i'm just <clears throat> right now i'm just looking to build my record and and to get back to that strap you know it doesn't matter if it's 135 145 155 Cause like i've been trying everybody i want to compete in all those weight classes I just want to build my record and and start you know fighting in these other weight classes that I keep telling them that I want to fight at. You know.
0: Yeah. So sorry. Whereabouts are you wanting to fight at? Like, what other weight categories? One fifty
1: five and one forty five is the next two weight classes I want to shoot for.
0: yeah that would be interesting man a lot of great you know potential things on the horizon but I guess just speaking to this Ryan Reber fight I'm curious how much tape study you may or may not have done I mean he's on the heels of that Travis Thompson sudden death round victory at BKFC 47 was undefeated prior to that like what are your thoughts on I guess his resume and like some of the better skills Ryan Reber has from what you've seen <laughs>
1: I respect him as an opponent, you know. I give him credit when when credit is due, you know. I respect him, but at the same time, I'm ready for war. I'm going to take what's mine.
0: Maybe another fight of the night caliber performance, like how you had against Anthony Sanchez, something like that. Oh, sorry, I was just saying maybe similar to the Anthony Sanchez fight, like a fight of the night kind of throwdown. But yeah, no, I mean, you just have that great style, man, for sure, and Everything like that, just a very exciting, bare-knuckle approach. So is that one of your bigger goals this year, like, keeping active? I feel like you've mentioned that a couple times as we've been talking, is, like, your ideal goal for this calendar year to just have as many BKFC fights as possible, essentially. My main goal is to stay active and stay busy, you know what I mean? At least
1: three or four fights a year, you
0: know. Yeah, and mostly prioritizing... BKFC, Because, I mean, you've had a lot of great fights in mixed martial arts and gloved boxing also, but, like, mostly a bare-knuckle boxing specific year. You're breaking up real bad again, dude. Oh, sorry, I was just saying you've had a lot of MMA fights and gloved boxing, but this year's mostly going to be on the bare-knuckle boxing, you think?
1: Any, any kind of fighting experience helps you, you know. I do grappling, I do fighting, I do all of it, I do up wrestling. So any kind of combat sports helps,
0: you know. Yeah, and I guess in asking that, like, what are your thoughts on some of the other bare knuckle styles popping up? Because Game Bread's doing a lot of, like, bare knuckle MMA, like, they had that Buakau versus Sanchai bare knuckle. Muay Thai fight, like, what are your thoughts on some of these, I guess, emerging bare-knuckle combat sports approaches at all?
1: Like I said, it's, any, any fight is a fight to me, you know what I mean, it doesn't matter if it's kickboxing, boxing, MMA, grappling, I just love to compete, so... <clears throat>
0: Yeah, no you love to see it
1: this is a different kind of sport i really feel this is my sport i've been doing it for about six years now and i hold one balance so i plan on getting more bouts. So.
0: yeah and i was gonna say because i had mentioned your experience in other combat sports like how does it feel to have found this sport of you know bare knuckle boxing and have it seem like such a great fit because, like I was saying, you have a lot of combat sports experience. Like, what what was it like finding BKFC and it being that perfect fit for you, almost?
1: Well, it's like a street fight. You know, I grew up doing street fighting and getting into trouble a lot in school. I just fit that, you know. But if it's my style, you know, I, I did a lot of boxing. I have, like, 27 pro box like, so you know, like, fucking 12 or 13 pro MMA fights. So, I just really think this is bare is my style, you know. I get a clinch, I get a work the clinch, I get to grab them. It's really my shit, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, seems to be the case. And this is a big card with it being headlined by Luis Palomino taking on Austin Trout. I'm kind of curious with your experience in both bare knuckle boxing and gloved boxing. Like, how do you see that Palomino versus Trout fight playing out in the main event coming up here?
1: It'll be a good fight, you know. I, I see it playing out freaking real Real good, or technical, depending on how the fight starts, you know. i say if Chow can move and stay on the outside, he'll beat him. He'll take him apart, you know. If Palomino can get on the inside and make him fight, make it an actual fight instead of letting him box, Palomino will win, you know. But we're going to see who's dog
0: comes out in him that night, so. Yeah, and another, you know, Austin Trout undercard that you're on, being that you were on the event when he fought Diego Sanchez in his debut. Did you have any interactions with Austin Trout during that event or the fight week or not so much because you were so focused on what you were doing? Uh,
1: me and Austin Trout, we fought on the we you know, he's from Las Cruces, I'm from Albuquerque, he goes to boxing events, we talk, you know. He's real cool, he's real humble, he's been to a couple of my boxing fights. He was at my pro debut boxing fight, and we chatted, we talked, you know, he's real humble, he's real cool. Real down to earth, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I'd love to hear that, man. A lot of cool bonds that can pop up in combat sports. But just like I was kind of saying before, wanting to be mindful of your time and schedule, Derek, I'm curious if maybe you have a final thought you'd like to add as we're wrapping things up here.
1: No, I just want to thank God and thank all my sponsors. Thank Budding, Bar, Dispensary. I want to thank... Cowboy Verde, all the things. Greg Mays is in, And all my other sponsors, if I'm forgetting any. That's about it. And thank you for the interview.
0: Yeah, no problem, man. appreciate you coming on. It's always fun talking to you. Some great insights provided. And yeah, I mean, a stacked card with BKFC 57 and this Ryan Reber fight definitely stands out to me on February 2nd. But again, thanks so much for coming on Bare Knuckle Radio, and you have a good rest of your day, Derek. Thank you. Yes, sir. God bless, brother. All right, on this episode of Bare Knuckle Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual who competes at BKFC 57 on February the 2nd. We have Derek Perez knuckling up and towing the line against Ryan Weber, and great having Ryan as a guest on Bare Knuckle Radio. How's your day going, man? Seems like you got a good session in.
2: Yeah, man, you know, we just working, man, just working. All work, man. I really haven't stopped working since Travis's fight.
0: Yeah, no, it comes across just anyone that's seeing what you're doing for sure, and everything like that and I mean a lot to talk about with this next fight but I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't touch on that aforementioned Travis fight a little more because not only your first time going the distance and bare knuckle but you know encroaching beyond that even and getting that you know sudden death round victory like what did you glean from that whole experience it would seem like you would learn a lot from that fight against the animal.
2: I mean, look man, I could tell you that I truly and honestly believe there's some tough motherfuckers out there, but Travis, he's a whole different kind of tough. You know what I mean? And he knew what was on the line. I knew what was on the line. And the only way to stop Travis is to is to either knock him out, which isn't probably isn't going to happen, or to lacerate him to the point where the doctor has to stop it, you know? And that fight, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to say I'm going backwards, but I feel like I should have fought Perez and then Travis. But it is what it is, man. And, you know, I, I know why they had me fight Travis, and I know why I'm fighting Derek. So, um, I'm just, I'm just here for the journey, man. You know what I mean? And, and I, and I know what the end, end result I want is, and that's to be a world champion. And I'm not gonna stop at nothing until I
0: obtain that goal. Yeah, I'm curious for you to expound upon that a bit more. Like, why is it, in your estimation, like, just based on your wording there, like, why is it that you're fighting Derek Perez coming up here? Uh, so, I'm, my manager
2: asked me, basically, you know, because I'm the number three guy, Jared Grant is the number two guy, and Reggie is the number one guy. So, you know, they're like, you can't fight... The champion on the Miami card, but they want you to fight on the Miami card because apparently they already had two title fights and they couldn't run a third one, and I want to fight. So I said I want Reggie. Okay, well, that didn't happen. Okay, well, then I want Jared Grant. That didn't happen. So the next one in line was going to be Derek Gareth coming off a really good win, only lost it to the champ, and I felt like, you know, that was a good matchup for me. I was like, okay, yeah, we'll run that. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I'm taking a risk. You know what I mean? I'm taking a huge fucking risk. And you know, I just don't want to stay shelved any longer. You know what I mean? I don't want to take more than six months off. Um, I've had plenty of time off. I've had plenty of time to recover. And uh, this is what they set up for me. So you know, this is this is what I'm this is what I'm going to do, man. And, it, and it's not. I don't look at Derek Perez as a stepping stone. Um, he's a very dangerous opponent. Um, and, I, and I just, you know, I, I forget about winning and I forget about losing. I just want to go up there and perform at my best and put a fucking hella show on for these Miami fans. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. If the knockout comes, it comes. If the fucking five-round war comes, it comes. And I'm prepared for whatever, obviously, because you've seen me go six last time. Now, I don't want it to go six but or even five. But, you know, if that's if that's what it calls for, then that's what it calls for. I know Derek is a tough SOB, and it's going to be a good one,
0: man. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, all respect to Derek. I mean, I talked to him the other day about this fight also. But some of the names you mentioned there, I'm curious. Like, did the matchups not come to fruition? Because, like, maybe they already have, like, other matches lined up for these guys? Is it, like, they're just looking to be on the sidelines for... A bit longer, and the timing just didn't work out. Like, I guess based on your understanding of what happened, why didn't any of these fights with guys like Reggie Barnett Jr. or Jared Grant come together?
2: Yeah, and like I like I said, man. I mean, you know, you look at Travis is number four right now, and and Dat uh, wins number five. And I mean, I don't know why Dat wins number five, but um you know, like I said, if I'm gonna fight anybody that's not a ranked fighter. You know, every, all the other good phantom weight fighters were taken up, like Albert Blias, and uh, I think there's another 35 around on the card, and he's fighting, and then you got, you know, and then you got Danny Alvarez, too, and me, and me and Alvarez have been in each other's inbox, you know, talking about a potential matchup, but like I said with him, I said, brother, you win this fight, and if we were to fight for the for the belt or something, that's when we fight, you know what I mean, Or, or... You know, if he got the bell, and you know, we did a uh, whatever, you know, a title fight with him, I could see that that coming in the future because he's solid too. But you know, both of us anyway, you can't overlook anybody, man. And you know, that's what I don't do. You know, I, I just like I said, man, I, I'm I forget about winning, and I forget about losing, man. And I'm out, I'm out here to just showcase what I know I can do. And if I showcase what I know I can do, I don't see me losing. And and you know, that's just. That's just it, man. I work very, very, very hard. And, um, you know, I, I work very hard mentally as well. So it's not just the physical work. I work hard mentally. I, I meditate every day. And uh, I only speak I only speak good, positive things. And I move with pure intentions every single day. And I make that a point, man. My gratitude and integrity is at an all-time high. And, you know, I'm going a, I'm a a to a be a hard motherfucker to stop, man. And I, I just, I know that. I know it, and most importantly, I feel it. So, you know, like I said, man, I'm, I'm looking, I, I've been training with uh, Dave Mundell's personal trainer, plus I got my guys down here at my, my home my home base boxing gym at Battlezone Boxing in Clearwater, Florida. And, um, you know, between those guys, I, I just, I'm, a, I'm around, you know, the best, the best trainers, the best fighters, and You know, just like I say all the fucking time, you show me your five friends and I'll show you your future. So I I know exactly where I want to be and I know exactly how I need to get there. And, you know, it's, it's hard work and dedication, really. There's no secret.
0: Yeah, and you seem very focused and intentional. I mean, so many great people in your life, as you mentioned, just like, I mean, spaces and people like you mentioned Mundell and battle zone but it seems like julian lane has also been helpful with your bkfc growth and getting you in depth yeah julian julian, julian and i just got off of a phone call together
2: i don't know two hours ago and um uh, he's actually gonna fly down because he wants to be a part of my camp and wants to come out with me to miami so you know he's always been a huge part of my camps and uh you know the way that he trains is just you know when he trains is is, is super motivating and we we you know it's like he don't let me slack, and when he's preparing for a fight, I don't let him slack. And we're in each other's head, and we're each other's ear, and we're constantly pushing each other. You know, I, I'm I'm honored to to call him a good friend of mine, man. To be honest, and uh, yeah, so he's looking to come down here probably next week, so he'll finish up camp with me. And um, you know, every time he's in camp with me, it's a fucking problem, man. So I'm I'm you know I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, just as you were saying that, I was like, if memory serves, I think you were at his last fight also, and you were getting fired up when he got it done. So cool to see that it's like a back and forth kind of deal there. Actually, I
2: actually got a, I got a chance to corner with him, and uh, yeah, man, it, it's it's always an amazing experience, especially the, you know, not have to be in there. And I mean, look, man, this this sport has treated me so good in the past, even last year I got the. Tr- Utah, New Mexico, South Carolina, uh, all over Florida, obviously. Um, uh, I think one other spot that I can't even recall, but I, I've also got to the corner, you know, JR's World Championship fight. He's another guy that I have in the gym that I'm constantly working with. Um, so, you know, all these high level guys, you know what I mean? I, I put, it, and I choose to surround myself with all these high level guys. So, you know, I watch the criteria. I watch the work, and I and most importantly, I pay attention because shit ain't free, man. You gotta pay attention, and whatever it is, you know, whether it's training or how to train or what to eat or you know, and I'm constantly asking questions and I'm constantly evolving and constantly learning. And, you know, that that's that's the biggest part of it. I don't I don't ever stop and act like I know it all or you know, act like I'm too good or no, nah, man. I, I'm I'm always willing to learn and obtain more
0: knowledge. Yeah, and a unique spot here, all things considered, too, because, I mean, I think that featured prelim spot has, like, a certain subtext with, like, combat sports fans and everything I bet, just with, like that being the fight to like really, you know, ignite the audience for like the main card and everything like that. So kind of, yeah, interesting placement in that certain sense. I think I was seeing some bare knuckle fans kind of thinking like maybe you might be like on the main card considering your ranking and all, but I feel like that's that classic, like, you know, card positioning promoters often do like have that, like fight that promises to be a barn burner, super exciting as like the featured prelim, I guess.
2: Now, I can't, you kind of sound far away. I'm catching I'm catching most of what you're saying,
0: but you, you sound kind of distant. Oh, my bad. I was just, I guess, getting your thoughts on what it means to be in that, like, featured prelim sort of fight, because I think some fighters look at it as, like, oh, the company sees me as, like, that action fighter to segue. Yeah. No, and, you know, man,
2: at first, I made kind of a fuss about it. I, I made a post on Facebook and was like, oh, okay, like, I said something along the lines of, you know, this is the type of shit that makes me want to go harder. Um, I was kind of, I was kind of upset, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, how am I going to do a six round war? You guys are going to give me a fight of the night, and then you're going to, you're going to, you know, downgrade me to the, to the prelims. Well, I had, I had, uh, not only did Dave Feldman comment not on my exact post, but commented on a different one because everybody was kind of like, a lot of people were kind of like, what the fuck's going on here? And. It wasn't just me because those prelim cards were fucking stacked. So it was like, what the hell's going on here? And uh, I actually had Nate Shook reach out to me via text message and kind of clear the air a little bit. And I said, you know what, Nate, I was a little pissed off at first. I said, but I understand the method to your madness. And uh, let's 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 rock, man. And I said, you know, they, they basically said, you know, they signed a new deal with the uh, Fubo TV, and they needed banger fights on there now. They didn't pay me any less. I actually got paid more. And, um, you know, it's whatever, man. I don't – I it don't matter to me where what spot they put me in because at the end of the day, they ain't going to stop me from being at the top spot. You know what I mean? You put me on the prelims. You put me on the, the first, second, third fourth. I'm i coming. You know what I mean? And so it really it – really, at the end of the day, it bothered me. It only bothered me because I just wondered why they did that. But now I understand why they did that, so there's no problems. You know, and everybody who asks me too is like, Damn man, why why they do you like that? And I explained it to them, you know what I mean? They're like, Oh, okay, well, I mean, that makes sense. You know, it does make sense, so you know, and and I do feel like my, my position in the company, the you know, Dave likes me, I feel like uh Nate likes me, the matchmaker and you know, those are most important key key people to like you, <laughs> you know what I mean? So and like I said at the end of the day, man, I'm not gonna stop telling I obtain what I came here to do. I've been doing martial arts for 21 years and i'm finally see a finish line a destination an end result so you know that that's what it is man is that world title
0: yeah and within that context because i don't know if i've really seen you offer up any comments on the newly minted champion keith richardson like what were your thoughts on his title winning performance, and I guess just his overall run in BKFC so far and the skills he brings to the table. Now we're talking about Reggie? Oh no, sorry, Keith Richardson. Like, what are your thoughts on him garnering the belt and just his run so far in BKFC? I think Keith 100% deserves to be in that top spot. I think he's an
2: absolute animal. I think he's been through the world of shit to get there. Um, Me and Keith, we've had many conversations in the last couple of shows even for 45 minutes at a time you know I, i've seen him at the byb show and i watched his fight in south carolina watching be thrown reggie and um i i think dude's a standout guy man and it, it, it'd be honestly an honor to fight somebody of that caliber and you know i i would look to have an absolute fucking war with him and I, you know, that's that's what it's gonna be because Keith Keith is another tough guy like Travis, and he's not rolling over for nobody. But um, you know, I, I think my boxing's gonna be a little bit of a problem for him because I don't just have just straight boxing boxing. I, I have fighting boxing as well. You know, because I do have an MMA background. I got a kung fu karate. I got I've I've studied many different forms, and plus my. My favorite instructor is Mr. Bruce Lee. I've read all his books, all his philosophy, um, you know, and, and dude was fucking 20 years ahead of his time in the 70s and is still ahead of a lot of us now. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, man, um, you know, those, 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 are, those are the people that I grew up and, and paid attention to. So um, everybody's beatable at the end of the day, man. It's just about your mindset in the game plan going forward, and uh, like I said, man, I look forward to having an absolute scrap with that cat if it happens, you know, if he stays there, you know, no injuries, um, you know, doesn't decide to jump up, jump down, and wait, um, you know, and I, and I also, even after this fight, depending on how this fight goes, you know, if there's any injuries or however my hands go, I, I, don't, I don't even mind to see him defending that belt one time, because I personally don't think there's anybody in our division that is going to be able to beat him. I really don't I don't see anybody in the division beating beating him. I know Travis said he wanted to crack Adam. Um and I even think him and Travis would be a good fight stylistically, you know what I mean? Because Travis likes to stand and bang and Keith will stand there in and, in and, and bang with you. He's a little more in and out, but you know, he'll he'll he he looks like he's willing to do that and you know, Keith Keith's got hella power, you can just tell, you know what I mean to to knock out Perez in one punch and to fucking do what he did to Reggie. Now, granted, I think Reggie was already on his way out, and, I mean, I could sense that in Reggie, and that's why I really wanted that fight. You know, I just, I knew if I kept it on Reggie, he would, the same thing would have happened. Reggie quit. He didn't fucking get beat. He quit. And, you know, that's just because of the demons he he's facing right now. And You know, I love Reggie, man. Reggie's, Reggie's a stand-up guy, too, man. I followed Reggie his whole fucking career. It just so happened that, we were in the same weight class, and, uh, you know, we kind of jaw-jacked a little bit back and forth on on social media. But, um, you know, I, like I said, I move with pure intentions, man. It, it, if I'm going to come at you with any sort of hostility, it's because you, you provoked that. And, um, you know, like like Shady Grady, for example. But I could see right through his, his whole facade. I, I was a fucking front. And I also knew that he was going to burn out his energy in that fight, and I was going to knock him out. So I would have had a, a real good finishing rate. But, you know, he knew that too, and that's why he cheated. He, he, and I say it right to his face, man. I say it to him every time we, we get on social media together. I don't got no problems with him. I just tell it like it is, man. You can hate, you can hate me all day long, and I'm still going to have love for you, man. Because, I, like I said, I just, I don't move like that. I don't need to move like that.
0: Yeah, I'm just curious, because you talked about almost like seeing that in Reggie, like he was on his way out, and I mean, leading into that Keith Richardson fight, I mean, he was like pound-for-pound pound ranked, the champion, I guess I'm curious what inference you made, or what you may have saw as someone who's obviously an experienced combatant in that space, yeah. A couple
2: of performances, you know, the, the Jarek, uh, the, the, he, his, his last probably good performance was, um, he did, he did pretty well against that Spanish kid, um, Gene, Gene Herrera, he he did pretty pretty well with Gene, which I thought Gene would have did a little bit did did better than what he did. Um, the Jared Grant fight was kind of flukish too, cause you know Jared got hurt, he got poked in the eye, and then it, I really noticed it with the uh, Alvarez fight, cause I think Alvarez was gonna do him in until he broke his hand. And I mean for Reggie, like if I'm fighting Alvarez and I notice your hand is mangled and broke like that, I'm not saying shit. I just know you can't hit me hard so I'm going in on you now Reggie was the opposite he addressed it and made it a point so he couldn't continue and then also when he got dumped in on his head you know what I mean he put on that whole fucking show like I almost thought he was gonna quit because of that and I think he was kind of playing it like trying to see what they what they would do like oh, okay he slams you on your head are you okay do you need to continue it? He could have been like, no, I'm hurt, you know, and he ended up continuing, but being a fighter, you can see it, you can see it in the eyes, the eyes never lie, man, and he just, he just wasn't, he just wasn't the same guy, man, now could Reggie bounce back? I hope, I hope Reggie bounces back for his sake, you know, but maybe he's done everything he needed to do in the sport of fighting, and that's it for him, man, I don't, I don't know, Um, but I know as a fighter, I wouldn't want to go out like that, you know what I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to end it like that, but, you know, I, I also, I also, you know, I, I know, I know personal shit happens, man, but that's why you got to be mentally tough because personal shit happens to everybody. I mean, I could tell you five different stories about things that happened to me even before the Travis fight. And, uh, you know, I could have let those things make or break me and I, I, I didn't, I chose to fucking have them fuel my fire even more like, all right, this is the way shit gonna be. Well, good because I got something coming up you know on the 14th of July talking about the Travis flight that I could you know go ahead and just and, and you know when I, when I'm in there anyway man i'm I'm free man I'm free from the 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 bullshit in the world I'm free from the bullshit at my fucking job the bullshit in my life all of that I forget about all that and I just I just push forward man and, and you know I'm able I'm able to lock in and you know put on a show. And, and, you know, I, I absolutely love it, man. I absolutely love this bare knuckle shit, man. It definitely for me. The boxing, the boxing shit was rough, man, because it's, it's a lot harder to get the job done with gloves on. With the gloves off, if you're accurate and you're fast and, you know, you got good movement it's, and, and you're tough, you know, you can't just be one or the other. It's hard for guys to just be tough. It could be just tough all you want, man, but that tough shit ain't going to just when you fight. It, it will please the crowd. But your face is going to hurt afterwards, you know what I mean, or or your body or your hands. So you got to really have all the attributes, man. You got to, and if you don't, you better fucking, you better train them all. Because, you know, you're going to run into guys like I, you know, if you were to ask me, you know, a lot of people are like, how are you going to come into this fight? What are you going to do? I'm going to use no way as my way, and I'm going to have no limitations as my limitations. Meaning, I'm not going to go into it using a boxer, a martial arts, a and the Mayweather, I'm going to go into it using the way that he gives me. If he's not moving his head off the line, I'm going to notice that. If he's using good footwork, I'm going to have to switch it up. But, you know, even with Travis, I had a bit of a game plan, but I didn't really expect to be on my bike the whole time and be and, and, and fight him like Mayweather. You know what I mean? I didn't really expect that, but it was what I had to adjust to and what I had to do. If people don't understand being in there with Travis, especially a 10 Plus, fight Travis. He was very smart. He knew exactly how he was gonna try and beat me. It just didn't work. You know, they thought I was gonna fold under pressure, and he was just gonna be able to knock me out. And it didn't really go the way that he thought it was gonna go. And I think I kind of fucked with him mentally. You know what I mean? Once you figured out that I was really tough too, because you know, a lot of people, a lot of people slept on me because of that, uh, that, that boxing shit. You know what I mean? They were like oh, well, you know, you look like shit. Now, I said, bro, I fought a fucking Olympian on a four-day notice, lost, like, almost 15 pounds in, like, two days. I felt like shit, and I wasn't training like that. I was in the gym, but I'm not focused, you know what I mean? And with me, if I would have went out there and performed at a a high, I would have fucked my own mental state up. Like, okay, well, then I don't even really need to train. I don't need to meditate. I don't need to do all the things that I do leading up to this fight because it worked, you know what I mean? And I'm just the type of fighter that I can't lie to myself, man. So as soon as I started weighing in and I I found the opponent, that's when shit started to get real. I was like, damn, man. And then he wasn't as small as a guy as I thought he was gonna be at 133 pounds. He was every bit as big as me. He had probably 200 plus fights and I let the shit get right into my head, man. And then I also was like, you know what, man? Y'all didn't pay me shit. Yeah, I flew out here really just to be on the fucking card. And I was like, fuck it, man. And it hurt me, bro. It made me, it hurt me in in my sport of bare knuckle because they said it did. And my fucking managers at the time lied to me and said, oh, it's not going to affect you, bro. Just take it. And they they made me take that fight so they could be in good with game bread, not me. You know what I mean? So they they completely fucked me in that sense, man. The only cool thing about it was being on that, that dope ass card. That was the only good thing about it. And other than that, man, they, they, they screwed me, man, and they probably got well, they only paid me a thousand bucks and Jared Grant did the MMA one and got fifteen thousand, so I know they took money from me and they can say whatever the fuck they want that they did it, but you know, they 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 I, I just know they did, man. I know they did. My 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 uh my trainers told me they did and so did so did uh so did other people. Like that's that's not how the business works, man. So I mean, at the end of the day, I, right now I got I got very smart and good people around me. My manager Vic down in Fort Lauderdale, with All In, has been completely taking care of me. Completely taking care of all my flight needs between my outfits to sponsors to just making sure that i'm comfortable with this to you know lead up to this fight man everything's been taken care of man and it's really like a breath breath of fresh air you know what i mean to deal with people that look out for you and you know want to see you fucking win and do good man and are not in it for themselves or just the money you know so uh, I'm, i'm linked up with real good people man and um you know, everything's everything's clicking, man, everything's everything's in 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 line for me to go out there and, you know, perform at a very high level. So uh, you know. I make sure all my, my T's are crossed and all my I's are dotted, man, before before I do something like this. I don't I don't just jump into it like, uh, well, you know, hopefully I win or Hopefully I do good or fuck all that, man. I, I, I know I'm going to do good. I know I'm going to go in there and, 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 and put on the show. And that's the way I think. I don't even when people come into my my barbershop or come around me and they're like, oh, man, you, you better win or you better do good. I'm like, you better shut your goddamn mouth. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we don't talk like that around here. I'm going to win. I'm going to do good. You know what I mean? And like I said, it, it really doesn't matter to me about winning or losing. The only thing that matters to me is about going out there and showing my true skills and if I do that, I don't think I can be beaten it's just it's all about me man. It's all about what's you know how how i'm gonna how i'm gonna fucking my 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 mental and I make sure I work on that every single day. I plant myself in my chair and i and I do my meditation app on headspace so it's guided and it's calculated and I know when I got into it. And you know, if I want to skip it, I don't skip it. Just like training, you know what I mean. Or I want to. Some days, I you know, you gotta skip to give your body a rest. But for the most time, man, I'm going hard. And like I said, I really haven't slowed down since the Travis fight. I mean, I was in camp with Julian for his fight, his MMA fight. So, or not even his MMA fight, for his his one in Orlando. So I, I pretty much had him come stay with me for the whole month and let him do camp at my house and did camp with him. So I, I, you know, I'm. I'm focused man and i'm I've, I've been locked in. my weight's perfect. Um, I'm probably right now eight or nine pounds out and i and i and I stay I stay between you know forty five and don't go over fifty, you know, and I'm disciplined i don't I don't put a lot of garbage in my body and you know a lot of these fighters, even with Travis man, he had to focus on cutting weight. He didn't get to come down and focus on a lot of sparring and a lot of fucking working out it, it was mostly okay, I got to focus on losing weight, and that sucks, man, you know what I mean? If you can't be a disciplined fighter, like, I honestly think that they should change shit, and they shouldn't let people fight 30 pounds over their weight, 20, even even 20 pounds. It should be 10 pounds, and if it's any more, you shouldn't be allowed to fight in that weight class. Because, I mean, what? How, how does it make sense for a dude to walk around at 150 fucking pounds And then kill himself to get down to thirty-five, and then blow back up to fucking fifty-five the next day. That ain't no a a bantamweight fight. It's a it's a lightweight fight now. You know what I'm saying? Now you're a lightweight. Now now you're one fifty-five. Now you're like that's what every bit of Travis was, and that's why I had to change my game plan too with Travis as far as I needed to put on muscle. So I put on muscle for that fight. I put on like at least four or five pounds of muscle because I was my last couple of fights I weighed in at like one thirty-seven. After weighing the next day, and then this one I was like 147, 146, 147. So I put back on 10. And you need that if you're gonna if you're gonna be in there tussling around with these guys because even when I fought Shady Grady, that motherfucker was super strong. I was like, God damn! Like when he had me up against the ropes, I wasn't going nowhere. It's just his problem was he couldn't fucking fight. So I was like, all right. I could feel him, all his energy just being drained off of him, and he knew it too. And once he knew he couldn't hurt me, he was like, fuck. And that's when he went to try to cheat, because he was like, I got to at least cut this kid, because I said I was gonna, because that's just how his dumb ass thinks. He's like, he ain't thinking about winning, he's thinking about fucking cutting me to the point, you know, where I, I'm fucking, uh, he can point at it and be like, see, see, I cut you What like he did with Travis. You know, that's all, that was his biggest shine with Travis. And you've seen what Travis did to him. Travis beat the fucking brakes off of him. He beat him down, and you know, I um, that, that's what was coming for me, man, because I just knew that he wasn't going to be able to keep that energy for fucking five rounds. And you know, he blew it, and it kind of kind of pissed me off because it messed up my numbers, man. But it is what it is. I, I feel like I feel like with this fight, I'm um, it's gonna be it's gonna be their stoppage. Or I'm going for the knockout, and that, that's that's what I'm going for. And I ain't got, like I said, I ain't gonna press it. I'm not I'm not gonna press it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let it open up, and I'm gonna find my openings. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I mean, shit, man. We, you ask any fighter, what are they going in there to do? They're going in there to fuck shit up. So you know what I mean? It's. I'm sure he's got the same game plan as me. But you know, like like I said, for Derek, he better be on his fucking p's and q's, because I know I am.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, a lot of great points touched on there. I was going to kind of put the ball in your court and see if maybe there was a final parting thought you wanted to add in there and just, you know, maybe something we haven't touched on yet. I mean, always, sometimes fighters don't have a parting thought, but just figured I'd put the ball in your court if there was something you kind of wanted to mention as we're wrapping up here, Ryan. Uh, just
2: just tune in. Everybody that's listening, everybody's watching, tune in. Tune in to Miami Cards, February 2nd, man, and... I'd look to continue my streak.
0: Yeah, it's an exciting fight. I mean, when I saw this. No, sorry, go ahead. And I ain't ready
2: to die. I'm only ready to kill.
0: Yeah, no, it's what it's all about, man. And yeah, great fight with Derek Perez coming up here at BKFC 57. I feel like that February 2nd card is stacked overall. But even within that, this fight very much standing out to me so again thanks for coming on bare knuckle radio always good getting to talk to you man i'm looking forward to checking out this fight but until then you have a good rest of your day ryan thank you
2: hey i appreciate your time my man as always